It's been a day, Cam. Let me tell you, it has been a day. Uh, it just kind of, you know, you you've been going around listening to the uh, listening to one week by bare naked ladies driving around all town. Um, it's been, it's been one day since you looked at me. Two days since you looked at me. Three days since you looked at me. A lot of looking at. A Four lot days of, since you looked a, a at me. A lot of looking at each other. Um, you, you you just you look like a man who's just been running around. It's been seven it's, days. Been. You looked at me. Holy smokes! Yeah, Darla had her surgery today. Her uh, so you decided surgery. to got get her vagina cut off. That's how it works. That's you how just it works. Chop it off with a uh, machete. You know, if you're a boy dog. You get your penis t- removed, and if you're a girl dog, you get your vagina it's ch- cop- chopped off. Yeah, I don't know how it works. They do something, but now she's whining like a baby because she's probably hurt. But also, I've never seen... She looks like a drug addict right now, like almost about to fall over. It has that many drugs in her. Loopy. Loopy. Now, Cam, you, unsure of what you, to do. you kind of took this surgery. You saw this as a moment uh, of potential comedy, and you and Shannon went up into the little room sort of that overlooks where the surgery's performed uh, with a box of Junior Mints. Uh, yeah, they uh, they didn't sell them there, so we went with Tic Tacs. Okay, smaller. so you walked in with Tic Tacs, so right off the bat, the bit was already too far off it was a yeah. it was a dog surgery not a person surgery and it was tic tacs not junior mints uh yeah the, t- the, the people on tiktok don't like it as much as i thought you they would. you went up there and you tried to recreate the whole thing uh you accidentally kind of you know get your arm jostled when the junior mints open uh except it was a tic tac and the tic tac sort of fell out uh down in, in into the surgery yes that's exactly what happened. That's how surgeries work this day and age. Jesus. Yeah, I didn't know that these galleries, you really petitioned, you know, you, tr- you try to find the right veterinarian, right? One who will have a surgery gallery that you can perform at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I trust it. It's like the uh, do-it-yourself oil shops, right? Hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, that's been a day. Um, we did our first Instacarting with Shannon. Now is that a spin-off podcast from Two Seasons Pod? Instacarting with Shannon. Uh it does kind of sound like a little spin-off show. We um, actually that would be a fun little portable episode is Instacarting with Shannon. Uh, just drop it in halfway through the week. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, we went to Costco and there's just so many things at Costco. And this guy decided to um, buy a hundred dollars worth of things and then just have condoms as the last thing. And I couldn't find the condom. So I had to ask and be like, it's not for me. I wear the big ones. Um, this is for another person. Yeah, that I'm doing Cause this, this was for. interesting just because it was, it wasn't even just condoms, which is, you know, inherently embarrassing enough. It was babies, baby sized, ba- like micro penis condoms. Because micro even if, condoms. even if you have a micro penis, you have to stay safe out there. So I'm thinking the guy just made a bunch of bullshit groceries just so that he could put that in there because he didn't want to order that only. Oh, so you think it was the other way. It was, yeah, he bought all this. He was like, can you get me some cookies and some strawberries and bagels and uh, Tide and condoms? And well, all of those things could have been preparing for a hot date, you know, um, some snacks for like a dinner and a movie type thing. You know, you need the tide because we're going to have to clean the sheets after the condoms get used. Maybe. I mean, I didn't really think of it that in depth, but 
Um, I I think it was a big scam. He was just afraid to buy his own condoms. He was just afraid to buy his own. uh, Now, it was Costco, so I can presume it was like 100, pack 100. Uh, I think so. It was a box of them. A whole box. Yeah, I don't know, like a tin. I I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know a these tin. things come anymore. Like a tin, yeah. like how Pokemon cards used to come in. You'd get a tin exactly, yeah. of condoms. Yeah, see, I'm used to the gas station ones. Right. That's my preferred ones. Like- I just come in, I, I go to the bank with a bill, and I say, can you break this into dollars? Mm-hmm. I need to... Um, <laughs> I need to go to the gas station to get one dollar condoms. Right. Yeah. You 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 go in. You hastily throw a fifty dollar bill on the uh, on the table. You ask for fifty singles. Of course, you go through this every time, Cam. They have to tell you we don't do. You know, this is Canada. You can get fifty loot, and these aren't individual bills. And then you kind of curse them out a little bit. Uh, you're looking for the one dollar bill. It hasn't existed in circulation since like the '60s or something. Uh, but you you get your loonies, and you but you you go to like a it's like a big bucket, kind of like like a like an like a used DVD bin type thing, just filled with condoms. Uh, yeah, it's one of those like things where you twist the uh, dollar. It's like you get a gumball. Oh yeah, they come in the little plastic ball. It comes. It, it might be. It kind of shoots up, no, no, and no. it's fun. You never seen these on like a bar wall or anything like yeah. that? Yeah, it's like. Okay, but they don't come in balls. Okay, see, I was picturing the, like, when you're leaving Metro and you want a gumball, you would put, like, a quarter in, and then the quarter would spiral down a big structure, and then inside. Is is this not ringing a bell for you? I know what you're talking about. I just don't think they sell them that way. I watch. I would like if they did, and maybe they did, like, a little sample, and they put an electrical current through one side to show that it was still good. (laughs) Show what was still good? That it still works, the condom. By putting an electrical... What? <laughs> what that, are, that's how they test them. That's how they test like one in a hundred. So they... I, I watched the how it's made on this. This was a how and, it's made. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense. So they unravel it onto... Um, we'll call it just a, a metal rod. Mm-hmm. And then they put an electrical current through the metal rod, touching... And the metal rod is touching another metal rod. If the electrical current goes through, bad condom. Go doesn't go through good condom, huh. right? What do you know? Learn something new. Learn, Learn something, new. something new. It's about time. Uh, so let's get into the podcast. Let's kick it. Kick it. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. Ninety-six point seven on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 just like two C's in a pod, two C's because we're two C's in a pod, just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod at gmail.com. Yeah, crazy. How it's made needs to come back. You are here, two C's in a pod, the official How It's Made podcast. Um, host by myself, Cameron Osborne, host by Cam LeClaire. He's right over there. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> we got just looking show. at your beautiful hair. You're, you're just staring at me, apparently. Uh, and this is Two Season Pod. Welcome to episode 103. Uh, real exciting episode for you here, folks. Uh, got a lot of good stuff coming up. MacGyver is coming up a little bit later. 
Uh, and uh, that's all I got. Beautiful day. We each, uh, you know, now that we're seeing each other, we each survived the great snowfall of 2022. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I, the worst part about that, Cam, and you don't have to deal with this because you, do you live in a house? I don't even know anymore. It's not a house, no. Um, so you don't have to do like shoveling or anything like that? No. Hmm. Um, well, I do. We have yeah. to shovel the driveway and we have the, do- the double walkway. The sidewalk, yeah. Um, and they just tease you, right? When they have the plow coming by and okay. they're looking at you directly in the eyes while you're shoveling as much as you can. And he just gives you that dirty grimace and then, you know, you make eye contact with him. He goes, you see that. It, it, it's disgusting, Cam. What, like, so that was two days of that. The, the little bit of snow that accumulates like at the bottom the of your- The little bit? The ac- little bit? That accumulates at the bottom of your- You mean uh, another hour? Like, yeah. it's not a little bit, Cam. They didn't plow our road for two days. Yeah, there's still a couple of roads around here, which- I feel are just are still on. Um, uh, there's a lot of streets that have reduced themselves just to one lane because there's so much snow on either side of the street. Even Bathurst, right in front of my house right now, uh, it's pretty. It's a two lane street, which is now just one lane because the entire right lane is just snow. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. So like traffic just comes to a fucking standstill. Uh, it's kind of funny, but uh, but it's great to see that you survived at least. You didn't have to get it. You didn't yeah. leave the house. Uh no I I mean I left I was pushing cars out all day oh yeah you so you were just standing in your neighborhood waiting uh for something bad to happen yeah I mean it was it was almost an adventure yeah right I just we here to live on an uphill Mm -hmm. and it would be let's see who's gonna make it most of them didn't right and most of them are just super overconfident I was overconfident you know I tell Shannon that uh maybe walking out there I go this juke's built different built different right back out of the driveway five meters out not built different right because you actually campaign you are you you campaign to you are against vehemently against winter tires Uh, i have winter tires you you, you keep you keep saying that real drivers don't need winter tires i've never said this this is this is this is libel libel wow okay 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 i I could have sworn i heard you this this is a political scam i thought i could have sworn i heard you say that once no, I, uh, I all seasons. I'll go against all seasons. Big not all seasons guy. Right. You want pick your some pick your season is kind of what you say. Pick your season. Yeah. Right. There's no such thing as an all season tire. Right. It's summer, winter, spring, spring. Now you spring, you also have those tires. nice fall tires. Fall which tires. Which are kind of nice. they're meant to you know just kind of grip onto uh, uh, leaves which have fallen onto the ground. Uh, you know, a little bit of rain. Uh, they automatically guide you to get pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, yeah. They well, they kind of smell like pumpkin PSLs. Spice. They kind of like they smell like while you drive around. Actually, the rubber kind of burns, and it uh it helps the air smell like pumpkin spice. Yes, sir. Um, update for you too, Cam. Other than pushing cars out all day. Yep. Uh, guess uh twenty 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 one bike update or twenty twenty two bike update bike gate bike gate bike gate. Um, bike gate has been solved. Uh, they called me up this week. They said, we have your 2021 bicycle. I go, what about the 2022? They go, there's a bike here. Do you want it? And, uh, there's a brand new bicycle here. Do you want it or not? Yeah. So I went over there and I looked at it and it's the prettiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, 
And then uh, I'm like, so when do you think the newest ones come in? They go, well, they, they guaranteed it. I go, yeah, we've been over this. Me putting money down is a guarantee that you're giving me. And he goes, no, specialized guarantee. Okay, so do we do you have a guaranteed date? No. Okay, so it'll come in uh, one day, right? I'm guaranteed to die one day. I'm not betting it's going to happen tomorrow. Um, so I just took the took the 2021 bike. The 2021. Yeah. The only difference is uh, actually better brakes. Okay, so a little bit better, even though it would have it cost a little bit less. Well, also the color. The, I think the color it's black instead of like teal blue. I think teal blue would have been cooler. Hmm. Okay. Well, geez, after all this time, God, what a full, almost a full year, more than a full year, 360, no, 351 days. I counted it. Really? Count it. So not quite, not quite the full year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, kudos to specialized for wow. not yep. taking a full year, you Thank know, you specialized. Thank you. Thank you. So that's the that's a bike gate update. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm in my own gate right now. What gate are you in? I think I'm in speaker gate. Oh no. Yeah. So uh, at the end of last year, so I could sneak like a big purchase onto my uh, you know like business expense type thing, I bought two new studio monitors. You know, just for here at the desk, mix, do whatever. Uh, so I buy them from Long McQuaid online, and their thing they said they had two or like. They had, I like buy two. They're like in stock, fantastic. Then I get a call the next day. And they're like, hey, we actually only have one in stock. Uh, we have to order it from, like, you know, the, the, you know, from the head office. That'll get it. Whatever. We'll call you next week. Okay. Get no call. Wait another week. I call them. I have the only, like, kind of size of the speaker. I have the only one in Canada, on reserved. We're waiting for Yamaha, to get those boats up and running to bring it over and i don't know i don't know i don't know you might be quicker and cheaper to fly there yourself it, and go get it that, that that's possible I mean, yeah this thing i already pay, I, pay, I already paid full price i already paid full price so they have my money now i'm just waiting are you you've already expensed it right yeah get the money back government no won't know <laughs> the government won't know. Yeah, I just want to get it. You know, I'm just, I'm gonna, I, I just didn't think about it either, kind of with your gate and now my gate. Oh, my gate's over. Specialized is good to their word. It, they, they didn't think it was coming. It, might, it, it, may, they, it may take a while, but they're going to come in, baby. They're going to come in. They Actually, they told me it wasn't going to come in, so they went past their expectations. That's a good point. That's Well, that's what it is, right? It's like, uh, you know, tell them bad news so that when they get good news... Uh, you're more excited about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> you have cancer. Exactly. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> Bacterial meningitis, right? Still yeah. bad, but not bad. That, but not as bad. And everybody's walking out of the doctor's room laughing at that point. They're like, it's nothing. <laughs> What's that, six, seven months of treatment? Whatever. Exactly. Right? I'm going to die five minutes ago. Some, some antibiotics? That's nothing. Yeah. Just kidding. You just have COVID. You're like, just a cold. I can do that one. Yeah. Think you're, have you caught it yet? No. Do you think, um, what do you think will be more impressive by the end of the year? Mm. Okay. Living in Toronto and not catching it or living in Toronto and catching it? 
What's more impressive? By the end of the year, yeah. Do you mean impressive or more likely? Because I don't, I don't think anyone... You know, I mean, if, sure, if being Brad Pitt isn't enough to impress some people, uh, I don't know what catching it... Okay, I'm saying that, like, 15 years down the road, you're like, I lived in Toronto in 2022 and I didn't catch COVID. Or well, be like, I caught COVID. Obviously, you know? obviously not catching it. Obviously that. There's no impress. You know, it's like, you know, that's what's more impressive. Uh, j- uh, jumping a 20 foot gap roof to roof or trying to jump it, missing and falling 30 feet. Like, obviously Com- jumping the gap. But we all know we're going to be fine is what I mean. Is like, you know, do you do you do you want to be the guy who's like, I didn't catch COVID or do you want to be the guy like I plowed through that shit? Yeah. Right, because we, we know our kids are gonna ask us like, "Did you catch it?" And you'd be like, "No, I was a big old bitch, and I didn't catch it." Yeah, it's not gonna. I don't think it's like a chicken pox thing where someone's gonna be like, "Oh God, you didn't catch." Oh, you're you you're, you you need chicken pox now. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, it's a global pandemic. Like, you're gonna want to have like, "I survived COVID," right? I want to have that little stamp on the back. Okay, well, I want to have that stamp on my passport. Well, you've already trademarked the T-shirt. I survived COVID, and all I got was this shirt. Yeah, you, uh, I got the mug. I got the. All I got with this mug. All I got was a T-shirt. All I, I got see was a big, bed gown. I see a big sticker on your wall right behind you right now. Yeah, so opening a home uh, Shopify store. Shopify. I COVID and all I got was this uh, brand. Yeah, <laughs> mug, uh, poster. Uh, the, the name bo- of the company, which has not been um, trademarked yet, is I Survived COVID. And all I got was this branded items. Was this branded? Yeah, it's, it's actually not a bad. It's actually not a bad one. It's not a bad idea, yeah. Cam. Yeah. What what else could we brand? I mean, everything. I mean, right? I, I, yeah, I survived COVID. All, all I, I got, got was this Yamaha speaker. Exactly. Just kidding. All, all I got was this uh, door, was this white door. Yeah, uh, I mean, we could do better than that. Uh, all I got was this uh, white bookshelf. This lousy t-shirt. Uh, this all lousy I got, bookshelf. All I got was this television mounted on the wall. Are you, you're just looking at things. You're not being creative. You're just looking at I, things. Okay, all I got was this... Uh, no, no, you're still looking uh, at things. You're still uh, looking all at I things. Got, I survived COVID, and all I got was I got this was cup of this, water. No. Um, no. Shit. Uh, I survived COVID, and all I Fridge got magnet. was um, this guy in a mirror this, looking back at me. Damn it. This doctor's resignation? I'd like to get that. He wow. claimed I'd be fine. Um, moving on. Oh, move COVID on. Talk. COVID talk's over. We're reopening, baby. How does that affect your work, by the way? Uh, well, I'm slow. I, t- I mean, I tell you every single week, Cam. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the winters, the winters, your dead months. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've told you that for the past oh, like, few weeks. I, so. I know. I got a plan for us though. I was thinking about this this week. Great. Um, we're, we're gonna do the uh, two season a pod uh, uh, invitational, and we're the only people who are invited. Naturally, um, naturally. And it's nine holes of golf, nine holes of uh, frisbee on the same course because Foxwood offers that. It has a frisbee golf course and a ball golf course on the same course. Now, the question is, if we measure our scores after 18, what do we give each other on the courses? Oh, it would be like, what's, you know? the, what's the other one's handicap? Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. That's fun. Well, that's a, that's a summertime thing, or at least the springtime, right? Hey, I'm, I'm over winter. I'm thinking. 
<laughs> oh, you're like you're you're thinking past winter. I am. Yeah. Well, I just I. Oh, Cam, your mountain bike's in. Great. When can I ride it? Oh, four months. Right. Oh, Cam, you got a new golf club. Oh, when can I hit it? Uh, four months. Right. Fuck am I supposed to do? My hockey stick just cracked, so I guess you just can't play hockey anymore. Well, that's a well, that, that is a great idea. The two scenes pod invitational. Uh, it sounds like a great idea. Foxwood Golf Course. Is that what you said? Yeah. I mean, we could invite others, but it is invitational, so we have to make that list. It's invite only. Uh, if you're listening to Two Scenes Pod right now and you want to be invited to Two Scenes Pod Invitational, let us know. Email us, twoseasonspod at gmail.com. Uh, write, you know, maybe a reason why you should be invited to the Two Seasons Pod Invitational. But if you want to be invited, if you want to be on the list, prerequisite, you got to bring chicks. You got to bring, chi- bring chicks? You got to bring chicks. Uh, you got to bring chicks. If you, get on, if you want to get on the list. Dude, I'm just focused on putting the ball in the hole. Or and the, the disc in the hole. Bas- the disc in basket. The basket? Oh, whatever. Yeah, I think, because here's the real question, Cam. Can either of us break 100 on the day? Uh, Well, what did I, I think last round of golf I played, I scored like an approximate like... You shot like a 53 or something like that. No, we played a full 18. You're right, we did. Uh, so I, I shot like a 96 or something. I'm going to say I shot a respectable 102. Uh, but I did ca- I did keep score every uh, every every hole. So, yeah. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. But then how like how far what's your handicap in frisbee golf? I don't know. I don't I don't, I wouldn't know what my handicap is. Have to see the course, how difficult it is, things like that. Well, like if you're going over, you're not playing like you're not playing at par, right? Uh, depending on the course, yeah. You could really one of the courses here. I could uh, I could play. I think last we played last weekend. I finished two over and then three over. Oh, on one so of the courses. Oh, I got I, I got how... it. Uh, I got an ace last week. Last week. Oh, so congratulations! That was the big one. Yeah, the big How's hole. The big hole in one. Oh, it was the best feeling of my life. Was it the be- The absolute best feeling of my life. Yeah. So now you have to get a real golf hole in one and no, then I'm, see how that I'm feels. No, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. You so, know? okay, if you think if you hit a hole-in-one on the same day, you'd be like, the other one feels better? I think we'd have to make it happen. I mean, between the two of us, Cam, I'm the only one who's actually hit a hole-in-one. Yeah, you got me there. Uh, I, mean, I, I keep my golf ball here for my pretend hole-in-one. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell I tell a client. <laughs> do, you, do you let him know, like, by the way, I'll... <laughs> I go, and I go, hit a hole-in-one, eighth hole, Orangeville, 187 yards. Downhill, south wind. Yep. Yep. What a day. Small caveat. Yeah, kind of like bit or yeah. You 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 say small asterisks, but in fact small it's a it's a, it's a big asterisk. They go was on the mulligan, and they go you didn't get a hole in one. I go yeah, but you didn't do that. And they go yeah, neither did you. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and Cam, this is how you famously lose a lot of clients. Actually, this, this is, is normally at the final negotiation stage. Yeah, yeah. And your boss recently just told you, like, Cam, you're a great employee, you're a great negotiator. However, as soon as this hole in one comes up, uh, you flounder. Yeah, you really got to stop talking golf. You the, really uh, got to stop talking game. golf. I go, you ever hit an ace? And they go, yeah. I go, cool. Me too. Quick caveat. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you you've been going to Augusta wearing a kind of cheaply made green blazer. 
Uh, just, you know, it's kind of, it's ill-fitting. It almost kind of looks like a kid wearing his father's dress clothes. Yeah, what's you know? up with those? What's up with those things? They look so baggy. Uh, when they get them or... Is that just because they get them for like the largest guy there and they'll go, we'll work down afterwards? No, I'm sure, you know they, have, I'm sure they have a few sizes. Or uh, I'm going to say they at least, de- when they're down to like the last round at least, I bet they measure everyone just to be like, okay, nah. that, that way. They, they never fit. They that, never fit. But they still but they still only have like three, right? That way they know either yeah. they have like a small, medium, large. We got a John Daly. Yeah. We got a, uh, a small guy. <laughs> uh, Tiger Woods' son. Tiger, we got, we got Charlie Woods, John Daly competing on the 18th hole for some reason. And then we have um, uh, your next famous professional golfer, VJ Singh. VJ Singh. And um, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. Yeah, your favorite Tommy Fleetwood? Uh, yeah, he had that song, the uh, You Can Go Your golf song yeah it's, the, it's that classic golf it's the classic golf theme song it's the dog leg dog but you shoot in left not bad not bad it's a all right hey i got a game for us sure let's play it all righty champaroo and cam uh this is a this is your favorite let's be honest here um it is spin the wheel of death <laughs> Death. The Wheel of Death. It's a big one. We love the Wheel of Death here on Two Season of Pod. Yes, sir. Writer, cameras. Uh, I don't think. Let me see how this can work. Oh, no, I want to keep that on. Alrighty, camera. Are, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. What do we, what do we got this week? Okay, this one we have Phantom of the Loma. Cam's pick. Snitches get bitches. But Uncle Larry, that's your wee wee. Sorry, how many fingers and Channel 7 News? This is great. Couple, I'll, couple I'll repeats, but we, we didn't get to them last week. Couple so repeats, but that's okay. So let's uh, let's give it a spin. All right. And I don't think we ever hit any of these last week, right? Uh, not that I can remember. It was a little while ago. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. All right. Cam's pick. Your pick. Oh, me, Cam. I thought it was your pick. Yeah. No, it's uh, your pick. Okay. Um, let's go snitches get bitches. Snitches get bitches. All right, Cam. Uh, let's say that uh, we go out and a party and uh, we, we find ourselves going to our favorite location and driving to Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. On the way back, um, you notoriously are smoking blunts and realize that after you've asked her out, there is a small baggie of weed while we're still in the lineup of border security. Um, if we get the border security and they say they get out and they go ahead and find it. Oh, I messed this question up. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So reverse that situation, but I have weed. Okay. Okay. Um, so we're get We get pulled over at border security and they find, and you find out soon, and they also find out that there's weed in the car, and you know it's mine. Do you rat and say it's mine, or do you just say, I don't know how it got there? 
think that's a classic. I don't know how it got there, right? I think so, but I think that buries both of us because there's like we we're gonna get in trouble. The question is, are you gonna be the guy who's like, that's his man? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know I, mean? I don't, like I don't, they're yeah. Se- they're separating us. Yeah, I don't know how they're like I don't know how the rules go when it does come to the uh, you know how how the weed works these days. Uh, but I'm gonna say no, nah, no, nah, I'm not I'm not gonna snitch on you. All right. Well, snitches don't get bitches. This wait, snitches. Yeah. Well, you're not a snitch then. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not gonna. No. I'll be fine. Okay. Good to hear. Good I think hear. pretty much if you have a little bag of weed, I think pretty much the worst thing that could happen would be like we're not allowed in the states for yeah an, it's not an that indefinite bad. amount of time. No. If you if we were bringing pounds of drugs, then yes, I'm flipping you immediately. Right. Yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> um, next rule. Sorry, how many fingers? All right, Cameron. Psychological, we all look at people different ways, and we all tend to judge them in different ways. Cam, the question I ask you is, what is the number you have in mind before you start to secretly judge women for how many men they've slept with? I don't think I have a number. I've never... I've, I've, I don't think I, I... I don't look at people and... I don't think I ever looked at so, someone and pictured. If like, someone told yeah, you they were fucking. like, "I've I've slept," and they're like, "They're like sixteen years old," like I've slept with forty dudes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna be like, "Wow, that's a high number." You're gonna be like, "No, I everyone is equal in my eyes and as the eyes of Jesus." Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm not saying it's good or bad but just you know it's like hey you want to sleep you want to get 40 loads blown into you by the time you're 16 no no, no. 40 dudes loads it could be exactly could be. okay yeah you want 40 dudes loads blown into you by the time you're 16 great so what's uh, that number is it that number in your mind uh it's there's probably some kind of graft where you know the age would get ex- okay extra mental, let's, you know let's go because 25 years old 25 years old uh, Good quarter quarter of your life gone. I don't know. That's a, that's a that's a tough one. That is a tough one. It's because like I can't picture there. I can't picture the conversation happening with somebody. I can't picture figuring out that somebody's like, yeah, I've told a hundred guys to come in me, and then I'd be like, what, I don't I, think it I'm, goes I'm, like am that. Am I standing at a bar and I'm like, cool? No, you're on, you're on like a first date or not a first date. Uh, I don't know. You're going <laughs> like, to know someone and you're like, okay, let's both write our numbers on this sheet of paper. And at three, we'll like reveal them to each other. And yours is like 12 and hers is like 47. You're like, wow, that's a, whoo, that's a number. Like that's four times as many as I have. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Maybe somewhere close to the, uh, to that 40, 50 thing, maybe, uh, it, it would be a, certainly a it would be certainly a conversation that I wouldn't be seeking in the first place. No, but it's once you find out, you go like, "Well, uh, I'll hold my face straight and go, okay." In the back of my mind, you're going, "That is, are you any movies?" Because yeah, movie okay, so, yeah. Well, I because once you had a number, then I'm asking a lot of questions. Like, are these like yeah. team ups? You know, yeah. if you have sex with three people at once, is that three or is that like one amount that happened? You know, because then 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 there would just be more questions than anything else. And then you ask like, is oral sex? Yeah, and then, and like, then oh, and then, of course. Uh, and then you're like, bah. What are we dealing with here? Exactly. 
Okay, so we'll stick between that 40 to uh, 50 number at the age of 25. Yeah, that's fair. Alrighty, Cameron. Let's do one last spin sure. for the win here. Let's do it. And I got a surprise category if we hit the same one. Okay. But Uncle Larry, that's your wee wee. So we, I think we did hit this one two weeks because we chatted about yeah, whether was, or not you, you explained yeah. it to me like what the reference was or something. Yeah. Um. So this th- this one is a we'll, we'll throw this one off. I don't have a name for this one. Um. As more and more people get canceled and more and more people look down upon celebrities. Who is one celebrity that has completely lost your respect, although still has public support from the media? God, who's been canceled? Yeah, now I feel like... I don't think they need to be canceled, though. I feel like it could be like they sold out or something like that. It's like, so they still have public support, but you're like, fuck that dude. Like Ben Roethlisberger, but he also is kind of canceled. Yeah, Ben, yeah, I'm trying to think of, yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody like that. Somebody who isn't... That isn't hated that I'm just like, fuck them. I've, uh, for years, like, probably since, like, the late 90s, maybe very shortly after I saw Edward Scissorhands for the first time, I said, yo, fuck Johnny Depp. Uh, and then that that feeling really carried out throughout the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Um, I've, I, I've been, what team, about it? What I've about been him, team though? fuck Johnny Depp for years. Uh, but why? Um, so I, hey, I really did not like all, I think I saw three of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Maybe I saw two. I, I could, I think maybe the film franchise is at five. I thought I did, I really did not like anything Johnny Depp was doing in any capacity, uh, to do with that film. I thought the acting was bad. I thought uh, I don't like how in real life he wears like bracelets and necklaces and four belts at a time. Just like everything about Johnny Depp, I just say, yeah, fuck that guy. Um, yeah, and I think he's kind of beloved by people who certainly love that movie franchise. Of course, him and Amber Heard. No one really knows what the true story there is. Uh, but for years, who's Amber Heard? That was the woman that he was married to, and then... Oh, this is the one that, yeah, he... Like, there was some fighting? Like, they both beat the shit out of each other. I think that's kind of what happened. But Uh, that's just a Sunday in a household, you know? That's just just a UFC me in the family. Well, I did get Shannon... I hear something fun that I have going on in my house. Um, Me and Shannon put on the boxing gloves, and then I allow her to try and hit me so I can work on my defense. Oh, okay. So 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 you arms up and... I got Don't I got my hands up. I'm slipping. I'm, I'm you know I'm parrying, yeah. and I'm never gonna hit her back. But it's it's really fun to have someone tr- who's like you know they they could yeah. be trying to throw bombs, and if they hit you, it's really not that bad. Um, but the well, if, funner but part is like being focused and being you, like that's how you learn. You need yeah, to get that's hit how you learn to learn to that, that I don't yeah. want to hurt like that anymore. So. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, exactly. I think Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is the big one that comes to mind. Fuck that guy. Uh, those movies are trash. Most of the movies he do are trash. Uh, and then Sweeney Todd was also pretty bad because he's singing in this super Victorian exaggerated accent, like "Hello, my name is Sweeney Todd," and I'm like, man, fuck this guy. Like anyone else. 
Um, so yeah, is that yeah? I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the debt man on that. Wow, did not did not expect such a hard reaction. I kind of get where you're coming from. Seems like a giant douche. Um, I thought the Pirates of the Caribbean's movies were okay. I you know they don't really sit with me as something that I hate. Um, obviously, Shark Tale, much classier film. Uh, and does much more justification for a culture than other than like Somali pirates, which I just do not think Pirates of the Caribbean represents well. Right. In in that, it doesn't represent them at all. <laughs> that, exactly. And that's my problem with Johnny Depp. Well, that's why you love Captain Phillips. <laughs> he has Phillips, a major problem with Somali people. And that's why you love Captain Phillips, because finally you saw, some, you saw some Somali it. pirates in a, in, a, in a movie, and you're like, finally, some goddamn representation around here. Yeah, <laughs> not my pirate is what I kept saying. Not my pirate. You that hashtag, saying? I got to say, I, I was on Twitter the other day. That hashtag really did not take off. <laughs> People kept saying, I think you misspelled president. I go, no, no, no. I'm talking about the 2002 franchise. Right, Pirates right, right. Caribbean. Not my pirate. Not my pirate. Um, because yeah, you were so so vehemently again. It's just the idea of pirating not being an inclusive like sport. <laughs> Did I ever tell you a story about when I ran into some pirates in Toronto? Some some what? Just cruising down pirates. the street. Go on. Oh, better. Oh, better. Um, have you ever bought anything off Craigslist? Never Craigslist. No. Yeah, I learned why. Um. I hadn't either, but I found a futon on there, and I was living in downtown Toronto, um, and I was going to sleep on a futon just in my buddy's living room. So we go over to their house because they're like, yeah, we'll arrange it, 200 bucks, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think we were going to throw the mattress on my car or something like that, and the bed frame, my dad was going to come the next day and grab it. So we throw the bed on the t- roof of my like MX-6, that little tiny thing, um, but when we get there and we're like, Hey, where is it? Like, Oh, it's upstairs. The person who opens the door is in a full pirate uniform and now, they're like super, Som- ca- Somali super pirate casual or, uh, like pirates the Caribbean ask. Okay. 1400 ask. Um, and like super casual, like, Hey guys, what's up? Like, uh, there's a cat in the house. Just don't let the cat out. Um, yeah, it's just upstairs. And we're like, okay. Like there must be something going on. Go into another room. There's a dude just sitting on his MacBook, fully dressed as a pirate. He's like, what's up guys? Um, you know, going to the kitchen, the lady there's like, I'm out of Cheerios again. You know, she doesn't pull like the R thing, but like there's th- three pirates in the house. Arr, I'm out and of Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> did someone take the treasure out of all, <laughs> all of these lucky terms? All of these lucky terms. So we go and get the, 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 um, mattress. And then we bring it back home and we put it on the wall. This is like unrelated, but still kind of a funny story. <laughs> we put it on the wall of the apartment buildings because we're going to beat it out with, just to get all the dust and like cat hair out of it. <laughs> we have two baseball bats in my trunk. <laughs> so we start hitting it as if we're hitting an Italian mobster and like talking like we're Italian mobsters. Like it was a hit or something. Like, like it was a hit, like, you stupid motherfucker, you better give us the fucking goods. Ah, uh, you, you know, just talking shit. And someone comes down to the bottom of the apartment like, what the fuck are you doing? You're shaking the whole apartment building. Why are you hitting this thing with a baseball bat and speaking like you're fake Italians? We're like, oh, 
Sorry. Right? Like, what do you say? You're like, yeah, you, you caught us red-handed. You caught us exactly beating, pretending to beat up uh, an Italian man who owes yeah. us money. So anyway, the next day, we, uh, my dad comes up. He has the pickup truck. He's like, okay, let's go to this place and pick this up. They're still dressed as pirates. And no one's no one's making any like weird remarks. They're just like, "What's up?" Like, "Yeah, just upstairs." Like, "Did it fit okay?" Like, just casual conversation. And you're trying your best not to ask the question. Hey, you look like uh, uh, someone I know, Jack Sparrow, maybe. Yes, because first time you see people wearing all in the pirate getups, you're thinking to yourself, "Right on." People dress up as Must pirates. Must be a party. That's all good. All the time. There's a party tonight, yeah. party tomorrow, cosplay, that's a big thing. But as soon as you see them twice, that's really where it becomes a little odd. Yeah. It Yeah. That uh that one confused me. Or that it could be or me. it could I, just be I, one hell of a prank. I mean that I've thought about too, and I've thought quite a bit that that would be one of the greatest pranks that anyone's ever pulled on me because I'll never forget it. Yeah, and they know you'll never forget it. That's why they uh that's why they did it. It makes me want to do that. You know what I mean? Like when next time I give away something free on Kijiji is just I don't really know, but the, I I don't Cuz there's that, nothing there's nothing it. There's nothing harmless in that, right? It's not like you're in a weapon, it's not like you're wearing something inappropriate. It, you're not threatening you're just the guy was buddy was just on his MacBook. You know the other the other woman was just poor trying to eat her Cheerios. You know it was very casual, yeah. just like they're and living their lives. That's why it didn't make any sense. Yeah, they're just living their lives and they happen to be pirates. See, I think that's a great. I think that's a great one. Yeah, I was impressed. If that's the case, I'm very impressed with it. If it's not the case, I'm just super confused. <laughs> Let's get into right. uh, another segment here on the show because we're about wrapping up in that second half here. Uh, and uh, we always like to throw in a special segment right here. Of course, we're talking about MacGyver in Fiverr. Ma 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 MacGyver in Five. It's time for MacGyver in Fiverr. MacGyver in Fiverr. It's time for MacGyver in Fiverr because we only have five minutes to recap this week's episode of MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> Where every single week we uh, follow the uh, the uh, adventures, especially Agent MacGyver, uh, as he travels the world solving all the pro- all the world's problems the way that a white man, uh, a cis white man, ca- uh, can only do. Uh, that's that was my best surmise. This week we have episode nineteen, slow death. The big part of it right here. Uh, we only have five minutes to do it. I'm gonna give you the first half. Cam's gonna give you the second half. Cam, are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, we're going to give five minutes. We got five minutes on the clock here. I got a lot to go through, Cam, so I hope I set you up well for the second half. Five, four, three, two, and we open on a train cruising through the uh, countryside. Somewhere on the track, some men are setting up some dynamite below the tracks. Just then a taxi rides up beside the conductor, and Mac is inside. Turns out that Mac missed his train. All the passengers notice, and they seem to all have a laugh. The conductor slows down and lets Mac on. He jumps on and makes a little sock puppet for a little girl. 
girl. Isn't he just the best person ever? We cut back to the bridge where it looks like almost all of this TNT is set up and the train is approaching. Back in the food cart, Mac meets a British guy with one arm, but that's okay because he's super racist towards the African-American woman on the train, so fuck that guy anyways. Mac befriends uh, the woman and her name is Andrea and they start talking. Turns out that she works for the State Department and she's a little suspicious of Mac, so... He tells her the deal. He's obtained proof of an illegal arms for oil deal, so he needs to get the proof out of the country so it can be dealt with. Back in the train, two other Americans are having a little conversation. He loves her. She doesn't love him. He wants to get married. She doesn't. More on that later. The crippled man apologizes for being racist by literally saying nothing, and it works. We cut to someone on the dynamite crew blowing a horn, prompting two passengers on the trains with guns to stand up because, baby, we got a hijacking. A security guard tries to stop them, but they they shoot him instead. The hijackers let the cripple man and another woman help the wounded man. Hmm, they might not be that terrible to begin with. Mac tries to ask what they want. They don't really give him an answer. Mac secretly puts some salt into a little dish and then drops a bowl of olives in front of the hijackers. The hijackers look down. Mac sprays some club soda into the salt, which splashes up, it splashes up into the hijackers' eyes. Uh, Andrea takes the other one out with some hot tea. Mac grabs some moonshine and runs off. He climbs to the top of the train and starts pouring the moonshine along the top with the intention to set it all on fire. The terrorists walk right into Mac's plan. He sets them on fire and they fall off the train. As the train is approaching the bridge, uh, the final six of dynamite is placed. The train almost gets to the bridge and boom, boom. Various parts of the bridge get blown up before the conductor stops the train just before he hits the bridge. Just then we also see uh, one of the passengers from before hiding a briefcase under his stowaway bed. Mac has a quick plan to rig the train's electrical circuits with a booby-trapped electrical wire, so whoever tries to start the train will get shocked. The hijackers get everyone off the train except for the two who are helping the man who was shot. They wrangle up all the passengers outside, and we meet Hassan, who gives us his whole story. Him and his town bought a bunch of medicine for the children's hospital for from two people. The medicine turned out to be flat out poison because 26 of them died after taking it. And as it turns out, two of the men who sold the, the two men who sold the medicine are on this train right now. Hassan decides it's up to you, the passengers, to determine who they are uh, with no food and no water. We've got a hostage situation. Cam, over to you. Over to me here. The doctor with one arm explains to Diana that he lost in a very heroic story where he saved a bunch of people and after some back and forth uh, him and Diana end up kissing in the morning uh, Andy sneaks under the train and tries to escape the hostage situation until Kramer blows the whistle alerting the guards who stop him everyone is now suspicious of Kramer who asked to and they ask him to inspect his bunk where they find that suitcase full of cash Hassan sees this but explains he was paid uh, he paid the men in gold not in cash and as such Kramer uh, may be a dirty uh, whore for money but he is innocent of this crime Mac creates a homemade lie detector using a blood pressure monitor and alarm clock. They put Andy under it, and they find that he is safe after they ask him if he dealt with the medicine, and he says no. Next, they go to Paul Webster, who immediately is caught uh, lying about the toxic medicine and snatches the gun from Hassan running off. Mac runs after him up to the cabin where Paul turns all the circuits on to um, get the train moving again. Uh, but as we saw before, because it was rigged, it blasts him back and disarms him. Mac, uh, Hassan gets the gold back because Paul Webster was hiding it and asks the doctor to help him find the real medicine. Him and Diane agree, and everyone lives happily ever after. Oh, wow, with lots of time to kill. Yeah, it kind of sucked. I mean, the last half of the episode sucked. Yeah, I feel It didn't like, I feel resolve like, anything. 
I feel like the first half was action packed as hell. Yeah, in the second half, there was he didn't do anything. There was no he didn't make an invention. He made a dog whistle that didn't come into play. Uh, well, I guess the uh, the live uh, was this the bottle episode? The live, uh, yeah, but it didn't even show he made it. It was just like I'll whip this up and then it was made. Well, Cam, this was episode nineteen. You know, we are coming up on the end of the season, uh, which would have to mean um, I think we have three more episodes after this one. Uh, so we yeah, this will one have this to, one felt like a dud in my book. We will have to off air figure out um, what uh, what our next show is, but I really can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, a little bit of a dud there, uh, but hey, that's that's MacGyver for you. That's MacGyver for you. Does your does your partner also hate when you watch MacGyver at home? No, I, I watch it on my own time. Oh, see, I just put it on yesterday, and she was like, "I don't want to watch this." Yeah, because you put it on right in that kind of like curling up after dinner with a nice book and a bottle and a glass of wine time, and then you kind of barge in, kind of th- throw your papers all over the couch, and kind of commandeer the television. <laughs> I have pin marks everywhere on the yeah, wall. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't keep doing. There's this. a lot of the pin, you know, it's the pins, like, and then kind of like that red string that's connecting yeah. uh, pins together. <laughs> Episode one has to be connected. I don't know how yet. Yeah, yeah, and she and, and she keeps telling you like it's the same lead character. It's the same guy, and then you say you keep saying no, that's not it. It has to be more. What about Night Corp Inc. from Night Rider? It's a different show. There's there must be a connection. It was the same studio. Yeah, you keep cl- feverishly claiming there was a connection. There was none. Yeah, we'll see about that. I have done. I haven't finished my res- research yet. <laughs> that was great. All right. Great. Should we play uh, play on to our final game of the evening? Yeah, let's get to it. Or actually, not our fa- not our final game of the evening. We have a new segment. We have a new segment to cap off the show, but uh, cap off the show. I think that's what we would say. But uh, but let's get into yeah. our last little game here, um, because it's when we we talk about our favorite thing, the news. Let's get in some headliner ass nine. Hey 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 headline or asinine. Headline or asinine. Moving on down to the fifth time. All right, Cam, I'll get the first one. All right, Cameron. Nutritionist says pizza is better for breakfast than most cereals. Hmm. Uh... You know what? I um this 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 sounds like one of those things. It, it's going to go by either way. This sounds both too good to be true and completely believable. I mean, uh, I think when I was a kid, I, I oh I remember you know they'll tell you Honey Nut Cheerios is or like helps with your cholesterol or it's good for your cholesterol. Yeah. Um, and but you're like how? And you're just like how how. Isn't this thing coated with sugar? Haven't we looked at the side? Because uh, then again, because pizza can be a lot of different things these days. You know, it's not necessarily, you know, big, deep dish, thick cheese. What about, you know, because uh, isn't just kind of like a, uh, kind of like, you know, like a flat piece of bread with some pesto and a couple black olives on it. Boom. You know, some vegans out there are calling that fucking pizza. Because uh, when I think pizza, and if this you know study is specific, I'm thinking meat. I'm thinking I'm thinking pepperoni, mozzarella, and tomato sauce. Um, could that be healthier than breakfast cereal? Uh, maybe in a portion size. We'd we'll love to hear it. Uh, but I'm gonna call this one asinine. 
This one's a headline, and you kind of nailed it, Cam. If you just think about it, it you're getting quite a bit of fat, but you are getting some protein, and you're getting a lot less refined sugars. Mm-hmm. So if you just look at uh, cereal, it's all it really is, right? Here are my lucky charms are just sugar, right? <laughs> <laughs> Arg me lucky charms. Arg me lucky charms. They took all they, they took all the pirate chests out of here. I be darned. Um old Peggy, I swear. Uh, she'll she'll go down one day. Um yeah, I mean this is like a three hundred page article. A three sorry, three hundred word article, and it just kinda outlines that exactly. It goes, just think about it. They're both not good, but cereal's awful. Yeah, especially uh, a thinner crust, you know, is kind of less carbs right there. Um, yeah, I can see it. I can see Give it. me up, fam. Okay, here we go. Uh, Cam, here we go. One here for you. Headliner asked nine, uh, pastor accused of smearing spit on a man's face during a sermon. Ooh, I know how this one happens. It's the old, uh, you know, is it Ash Wednesday where you're supposed to put a little ash, but you give him a little spit? Then do the old thumb cross in there and you go, fuck you, instead of Jesus be with you. Uh, that's from the guy who stole from the little cup on the way around. Um, I, I think that's probably the way you do it. You, you put the cross on there, but I think even though you're a priest, you don't forgive everybody. That's a headline. Cam, this one is a headline here for you. Uh, this is a story out of uh, Oklahoma. Or a pastor, a man named Michael Todd, uh, um, who earlier on this year, or in 2021 rather, held a full 24 hours of prayer to ward off COVID, uh, was seen on his uh, church's live stream uh, this past weekend uh, rubbing spit directly into his brother's face. Okay, so I'm going to set the scene for you here. The pastor saying there, his brother is off to his right. This He begins the sermon by spitting into his own hand. Now, it wasn't quite a loogie hawk. It wasn't trying to get everything out of the sinuses there, but we spit into his hand, and then he goes off to teach some lesson about God or whatever. Uh, and anyway, so then, uh, towards, towards the end, about two and a half minutes in, uh, he uh, says, receiving a vision from God might get nasty, and then slaps his brother right across the eyes, uh, smearing his own spit into his uh, into his brother's eyes in front of everyone. Uh, and there's even, if you you can check out this video online, people even in the, in the congregation, even they're gasping, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, a lot of people in the church also world also even condemned his actions. Somebody even called this act one of the most repulsive acts in the history of Christianity, uh, which was probably I can think of a few more. Which is well, I was, I was saying, which is probably saying something, right? Todd. Uh, so Todd uh, gave out some crappy apology, saying it was never his intention to distract others from God's word and the message of Jesus. Uh, so he's going to take an L on this one. Um, it would be an interesting form of baptism, though. Instead of like baptism, baptizing you into the little cup of water, <laughs> instead just slap you in the face with spit. I love it. That's the way it should be done. Yeah. All right, Cam. Headline or asinine? And this one's a little bit kooky. Woman finds out son's bride is her long lost daughter on their wedding day. God. A uh, little Oedipus, a little Oedipus Rex situation going on here. Uh, now, I guess, well, so I guess, you know, I, I, if you're living in Iceland, this is probably, this shit's happening all the time. I just think what's, I mean, it's great that you found out the news on their wedding day. 
you know, but the damage has been done. Like, you've already banged your sister. I think, you know, this is information that you either take to your grave or you don't tell at all. Um, because, yeah, like, what's worse, right? What, like, what would be worse? Finding out that your partner is your sister or never finding out your partner is your sister? Is, is ignorance bliss? Uh, I think in the situation, or, or is ignorance piss? In the case of my penis, I think ignorance is bliss. Um, this is disgusting, though. I hope it happened in Iceland. Uh, so I'm gonna say it's a headline. Uh, this is a headline out of China, actually. Kind of a bizarre story. So it's it's wedding day, and the mother of the uh, groom for some reason has like not seen this lady like this daughter and he kind of recognizes her and she, the mother goes oh let me go talk to her parents i guess they just haven't chatted before and he goes i noticed that she has a birthmark on her hand did you adopt her and the parents go she doesn't know that we adopted her how do you know she goes did you do it about 20 years ago and he goes, yeah. And she starts crying. She goes, did you find her on the side of the street? And she goes, yeah. And then we raised her as her own. And then she goes bawling into tears. And then she goes, oh, my God, you're my long lost daughter. And everyone goes, oh, my God, I thought I'd never see you again. And then the inevitable question comes up. It goes, wait a minute. If you're my daughter, then and then she goes, the mom goes, no, 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 no. Ever since I lost you. I adopted this kid to replace the love that I could never give you. So you're not brother and sister. Thank God. Thank Christ. Oh my God. Cause nothing, I, th I think one of the more chilling things that I think any human being could be being could feel is, you know, you were having consensual sex with your brother for the last three years. Like that's, Ugh. that's, you know, I, you know, and once my penis stops vomiting, I would maybe be able to process that information. Great to hear that. Great yeah. to hear. They both call her mom. Uh, but, uh, safe is easier. Family Christmases, you know, just go to mom's house. A little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to do it. Okay, Cam, I got one here for you. Uh, headliner asks nine, uh, man fakes his own death for 30 years only to learn he was never wanted by the police. Oh, man, what an upsetting time that would be to be like um, anytime someone asks you, like, what's your name? You're like, J uh, John, not Jim. It's not Jim. I just teach Jim at a gymnasium. And that's why I said Jim. It's definitely not Jim. It's John. And John's my name. They go, I believed you. You go, yep. Nope. Don't. I don't. I uh, call me Jim. I won't respond. Try it. Try it. Try, it. try it. Try calling me by try my it. full name. Gymnasium Smith. <laughs> Because that's what I go by. I mean, sorry, no, go. I go by John. Is what I go that's by. That's what I go by. Which is my real name. My real name. My my. Uh, the, uh, it's uh just uh two fries, please. Um. <laughs> uh yeah, fuck. That'd be so disappointing to like, because you'd be so panicked for thirty years thinking about that. Or he was maybe he tried like the old uh, insurance scam where he pretended his own death. But I think if you die and you can't show a body, um. You got some problems. Like they, the insurance people want to see some form of proof of death because they've been, you know, if fool me once, shame on you. Fool me <laughs> twice, uh, you, you won't get fooled. You won't again. get fooled again. Uh, 
that being said, yeah, I think people, he probably tried to scam the system. It probably worked. Then he realized that there wasn't really a problem. So headline. Cam, this one is a headline here for you. Uh, so follow me on this for a little bit. The story's out of Florida, of course, where a man named Benny Harden Wint, uh, who is now 49, um, was uh, pulled over in North Carolina um, during a routine traffic stop because the light over his license plate was out. When he couldn't provide the police with any identification, he was initially arrested for driving without a license. Uh, so at this time, he had been going by the name of William James Sweet. Um, he, uh, also has a son who is now a teenager who he shares with his common law wife. When the police tried to search the name William James Sweet into the system, obviously nobody came up. So he was actually arrested and booked flat out as John Doe until they could try to figure out who this guy is. Eventually, after facing, uh, you know, the, the potential or the threat of, you know, the jail time that comes with not properly identifying yourself, he quickly confessed to the police that his real name is Benny Wint and that he had faked his death over 20 years ago they had a very hard time believing him after he already lied to them once uh but crossed his fingerprints with uh previous fingerprints were able to figure out uh that he was saying who he says he is okay so here's what happened back in 1989 while on a vacation with his fiance he told her that he was going to swim out a little bit uh kind of around the pier she eventually couldn't see him anymore and he never returned uh, she ran up and down the beach and, and through the water looking for him, couldn't find him. Uh, his body never washed up to shore, uh, but due to the circumstances, he was declared missing and then eventually presumed dead. Uh, for Wint, he said that he swam around the bay until he couldn't be seen. He never looked back and just hitchhiked his way to Alabama to start off a new life. So I guess you're asking, why did he do it? Uh, well, Wint was actually involved with some seedy people at the time, and he was convinced that he was wanted in South Carolina on drug charges because of his involvement in a large drug ring. Uh, it turns out he wasn't wanted at all, and um, police had a hard time saying him that. He's been making his living ever since selling NASCAR merchandise with his common-law wife. Um, when asked for an interview, he said he'll only do one if he is paid for it. As you should. As you do, should. Do not do interviews for him. It's your brand. It's your brand. So when people ask him, they're like, oh, what's your name? He goes, bent, 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 bent. I can bent my finger backwards uh, and without it breaking because that that's bent. bent. I didn't say bent. My, bent, bent. So what's your name? Mm. I bent my finger. Bent. That is not my name. Um, all right, Cam, headliner last night. <laughs> <laughs> Winning Greyhound tested positive for meth. Uh, yeah, so when, when, I, when I think of, um, I feel like we've had uh, stories before about jockeys and cocaine. Uh, and because meth doesn't really feel like a, like a racing dog drug. Meth would feel like a, uh, a, f- oh, it doesn't. a fighting dog drug. <laughs> you know, like if you're raising dogs to fight, you're probably there's meth around too, but if you're racing, if you're raising dogs to win, you know that's a cocaine thing. I think that's a cocaine, uh, champagne, you know, crystal, you know, because you're going to the dog, you have to go to the dog track. There's no like off. Maybe, maybe there's maybe there's a Fast and Furious style underground greyhound racing ring. Uh, Do you know there's an off track betting in Kitchener? No. Why would I know something yeah, about is. a city that I don't live in? <laughs> Because you used to live here. I guess, but <laughs> anyways. 
Um, yeah, or I mean, you know, meth was one of those things similar to weed, right? You know, when a player is caught with weed. And it's like, oh, they're out with a performance-enhancing drug. How is in any way marijuana enhancing somebody's performance at something? Making them more focused. Uh, suddenly, they, they prefer their walk-up music a little bit better. Uh, so this one's hard. Maybe the Greyhound just got into some meth. It happens. I'm going to say it's a headline. This is a headline. And Kim, I think you're missing the last part of the word meth which is amphetamine. And uh, amphetamines known to be in the system will increase performance by making you have more adrenaline, more energy. So this came out a few weeks ago after Grant Robinson, the minister responsible for animal welfare uh, in the area of greyhound racing, posted a study because he thought there was too many dogs either dying or being injured on the track itself and couldn't rule out uh, and could really shutting down the industry altogether if this didn't get resolved. So after this person won a few races and they did a few tests, they found that one person who had won the race and was supposed to take a prize of $4,000 after getting, and this is the part that I'm confused about, after doing the urine sample after the race, they found there was methamphetamines and other amphetamines in their system and is now suspended for four months and fined $3,500 uh, after it was found in one of her dogs. My question is, how do you get a dog to pee in a cup? Um, I'm going to say they kind of like strap it in. You know, you, have you ever like walked past PetSmart where they uh, groom the dogs and they kind of have like a little, a little, you know, uh, what, what am I picturing here? They sort of set them up in a little harness. And they're sort of like suspended just so they can't really move around. They can't run away. And then okay. just wait. You think they do this for every dog for hours? A, do a dog's gonna pee. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Well, notes for next week, which we didn't do this week. Um, anyway, that's the headline. That's the headline. Cam, are you ready for one more? Headline here for you. Yes, sir. Headliner asked nine. Uh, Chicago city workers clear snow by pouring hot beef drippings onto the road. That's using your head. Um, I guess that doesn't really work in that sentiment. Um, hot beef drippings. Oh, boy, would that make a town smell good? Uh, where do you get hot beef drippings from? Mm, I don't know, but... Uh, could you, was it the city officials that did it? Uh, Chicago city workers. Okay, so that's different. City officials are one thing. City workers are scum, right? They'll do anything to get their job done a little bit quicker, even if it's going to fuck up the septic system and everything of that, not the septic system, the uh, sewer system. They'll go ahead and do it just so they don't have to uh, work as hard. Easy report. They finish off their beef trip and they go, hey, do you guys have any out in front of there? And they go, yeah, can you just shovel it? They go, I got a better idea. <laughs> Flash flood, you got gravy all over the streets. That's the headline. That one's ass nine cam. I made it up. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Fuck. Yeah, that was great. Jesus right. Christ, Cam. I'm tired, dog. Four. I've had. I told you, I've had a day. I've had a day. Yeah, but you also aren't good at just. I've had a, you also a aren't day. good at just kind of staying with it. I've had a day. Yeah, we've all had days, technically. Everybody I've had everybody who's day. listening to the show is in the process of having a day. Yeah, they think. They and walk you, a mile in my shoes. And you know. Well we tr we, we tried your shoe you, you, we tried. Your shoes keep falling apart. 
I don't buy good shoes. You you buy terrible um, shoes. Now I heard that you were trying you, were, you were trying to buy the uh, like kind of every shoe that Payless had to offer. Uh, and they got a good deal. You 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 were buying in bulk. Just, I don't even I didn't even think I didn't even think that Payless was still around, and you were still trying to order from them directly. Oh, that's how you get the discounts. I guess so. Yeah, let's get on to the last segment. Yeah, let's finish off the show. We're going to finish off the show with a brand new segment here, folks, that we're real excited about. Um, in the uh, Here's what it's going to be called. Uh, we have a new segment. It's called Plug It or Shrug It. 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 Plug it. Or drug it. A brand new segment here on Two Season a Pod, where every week we'll end the show with giving you a little uh, recommendation of something to check out. You know, maybe something uh, something to do, and then we'll plug it, or maybe we'll let you know if it's not worth it, uh, in which case we'll just shrug it. Uh, so this week, I'm going to kick off uh, for you, Cam. This week, Cam, I suggest that you and any listener at home uh, who have made it, <laughs> if you've made it this far in the podcast, I suggest that you check out a 11foot8.com. So 1 1 and then the word foot and then the number 8.com. Okay, so this is a website which features security camera footage from two cameras in Durham, North Carolina, uh, where two lanes of traffic travel under a train trestle. So, like, uh, it's kind of like the train goes over top and it's a hole that the uh, traffic goes under. But here's the key the clearance is only 11 feet and 8 inches. So, over the years, as trucks get bigger, more and more people uh, start to drive, we start to see more trucks disregarding this 11 foot 8. Um, Damn, I'm watching it Measurement, right now. measurement requirement. Uh, so, of course, uh, th- there's so much signage for these trucks to not hit this trestle. For four blocks, there are signs giving the height requirements. The speed slows down to 15 miles per hour. And there's even a sensor which will trigger a flashing sign on top of the trestle, which will let you know if your height is too tall. And still, there are hours of videos of these massive trucks hitting and just being ripped to shreds. It's incredible. Um, yeah, I've been watching a bunch of these over past few days uh and it's incredible to see a truck almost explode from an impact so you guys should all check out 11 foot eight to one one foot and then the number eight.com or search it on youtube uh it's wow it's an incredible thing to see i love i'm looking at this right now cam it is the headlines of the videos because they're all the same but they're all different pedestrian dodges truck crash debris at 11 eight foot bridge Box truck wrestles with 11 8 foot bridge while train crosses. Speeding semi gets smashed up at 11 8 foot bridge. Two trucks tango at the 11 8 foot bridge. Oh, and there's there, there's compilation and videos. It, it's you can watch this for hours. Yeah, oh, incredible! Is this is the new world star? <laughs> wow, yours is yours is so much better than mine. Uh, my my t- my pet uh, wreck of the week is is it what's called? Plug it or shrug it. Plug it, plug it. My plug of the week is uh, the 1990s film Misery, uh, based on the Stephen King novel with Kathy Bates in it, uh, where a novelist gets trapped by a former nurse, and he ends up, or she ends up uh, keeping him as hostage to write her own novel for him. Great little book, or great little, great book, first of all, read the audiobook, listen to the audiobook, and watch the movie to see how well it combined to it, because after seeing The Shining, and reading it, I thought there was too many differences. This one kind of nailed it right on the head. Great little flick, nice and short. Uh, Kathy Bates puts on a great performance and puts that eerie feeling in the back of your neck. 
Cam, I'm, seen that one, Cam? Cam, I'm gonna have to stop you right there. I feel like I'm gonna have to bleep out that entire thing. Because uh, you just gave, I think if we're gonna, I mean, it's a new, it's a new segment, it's in development. But if we're gonna recommend a television or show, you, you can't do any more than like the IMDb synopsis. I didn't do. What did you learn from the movie? Well, well, at, at, at the haste when of I told to you what, what, what I'm about to say, what I what I told you was you can read that on IMDb. Okay, like that's like the first ten minutes. Okay, okay. Well, I would just I would I would hesitate to be too specific on details. Yeah, it's a, a novelist uh, gets taken in by a woman, and uh, she doesn't want to give him back. Okay, yeah. See, the second part yeah. of what you just said—that's the no good part. No, that is. I will pull up the IMDb here. Okay, it's okay, say, okay, okay. Well, I just say yeah. Let's be careful if we're recommending things. You know, we're plugging things like that. Let's just be right, careful. Cam. Here, here it is. Okay. After a serious car crash, novelist Paul Sheldon is rescued by a former nurse, Annie Wilkes, who claims to be her biggest fan. Annie brings him back to a remote cabin to recover, where her obsession takes dark turn when she discovers Sheldon. And it just gets even... I'm giving away too much in the intro. Okay, okay, okay. I'm giving, this is giving away too much. I'm giving away nothing. You're giving away nothing. I'm giving away really. nothing. I think, yeah, I think any more than the back of the DVD case uh, would be gratuitous. I'll, I'll give you this. Annie grows increasingly controlling, even violent as she forces the author to shape her writing to suit her twisted fantasies. That's great. That's not me. That's that's, that's, that's description. If, if that's IMDb, yeah, we're going to we'll have to tread lightly there. But check it out. Check it out at 11foot8.com. Check out Misery with Kathy Bates, Oscar winner. Have, have you have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Did you like it? I liked it, yeah. Okay, good. I thought I was, maybe I was just rolling solo on that one. No. No, but that was great. Good. Two plugs, no shrugs, and that's all the time we have for the show this week. Folks, thanks for listening. Uh, rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. We love to hear from you. Two scenes in the pot at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be back next week with more action and coming up to an announcement of what our next show will be after MacGyver. Uh, we'll probably get to that announcement in a couple weeks also. Good, good, good. And don't forget, if you're trying to complete your New Year's resolution, don't tell your friends first. Make it happen, then tell your friends because there's a lot less of a chance you'll make it happen if you already tell your friends you're going to do it. I'm Cam LeClaire, signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a